amplified impact for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs turning their gifts into assets. This is a space to open your heart even deeper as you learn how to tune into your mission and connect with your clients, the ones who you dream to serve, and create massive impact in their lives. I'm here to inspire you to take time for yourself so you can be the leader in your life and your business, one who stands out and thrives. This is the place where women just like you create wealth from the inside out. I'm so excited. Today we're doing something different and something special. I have former CEO of Modern Yoga Teacher here with me and those of you that have been following along on his journey, he is currently leading or starting to lead retreats for plant medicine. And as we're in the midst of launching the brand new program for Modern Yoga Teacher, the sold out retreat immersion, he literally has questions to ask. And we're like, how cool could it be to come on here and just kind of share like behind the scenes of what I do with my clients who are starting their retreat business and wanting to sell more spots, wanting to find out how to put a deposit down without taking out of your pocket. So welcoming Ryan Rockwell here. Yo, yo, good to hear. Would you like to just share with us where you're at in the process of your retreat that's just around the corner? Yeah, so this is, uh, again, I'm going to be a little vulnerable today and kind of share where my inexperience when it comes to retreats comes from. We, <clears throat> I started working with a shaman three years ago, and uh, her name is Brie, and Brie was just just absolutely amazing. We worked one-on-one -on -one in the beginning, and then we started, I started doing a group ceremonies with her. And I just fell in love with this woman. She was just so magical. And about two and a half years ago, like maybe like six months after knowing each other, we kind of both had the idea of like, we wanted to work with business leaders and thought leaders because we wanted to create more conscious leaders and how that might, would affect the planet if more companies, corporations, just anybody in general, the, the entrepreneurs that lead people were coming from a more conscious space. And so I had this dream of doing retreats and, and, and in all fairness, like I've co-taught uh, two retreats, but I never had to market for it. So this was completely new. And I just kind of like took it for granted that it was just gonna be so easy. I was just gonna be able to run Facebook ads and I was gonna get people interested and blah, blah, blah and it was just all gonna work out. Well, you know, just like we often teach in our programs at Modern Yoga Teacher, and Amber really has, has carried this torch forward, is that there's things that you got to get very clear on. You know, of course, your vision, but of, of your niche, your perfect client, you know, who you ultimately want to serve and create a program or treat around those people. So that's what me and Bree did. In December, we sat down. We were very lucky enough. So I became friends with the retreat owner. So we were actually at the retreat where we're going to be hosting. And we sat down for four days and we, we planned this like retreat experience out. And we realized we really didn't need to make it into a program because like the retreat is one part of it, but we wanted to make sure integration was another. But again, the, the core of it is the retreat. So again, we put down what our, our program, our retreat looked like, and 
then we started thinking about this long term. And, and again, for those of you who know me, I'm not linear, but I always come back to the point. But the, the thing for us was that we started thinking about this long term was that, okay, let's say if we get a retreat center now, we get to be booked out. We want to host a retreat once a month because this is, this is, that's, that's going to be our whole business. So it's like, okay, if we want to host our first retreat and then we want to like, you know, host another one soon after that, another one soon after that, we started getting scared because we were like, most of these, when we started doing research, most of these retreat centers wanted us to put down a third of what the cost was for that week. And so for example, the retreat center that we booked was like four, four and a half stars. And it was dollars $23,000 for the week. And we had to put down roughly like 8,000 immediately as a deposit. And we were like, how are we gonna be able to plan out retreats for the next you know, year and like get you know, these dates if we're having to go ahead and pay $8,000 up front to these other retreat centers? So that's the one question that I, I you know, and, and just so you all know, I'm still involved on the back end with Modern Yoga Teacher working with Amber. Like I see everything that she creates, you know, just as kind of like a, a, a sounding board. Everything really is coming from Amber. She is the source of so much enthusiasm, these programs, this, this, this content. She's literally created more content probably in two months than I did in seven years because she's so passionate and that's why I'm so grateful that she's in this new role. But I remember going through her content for sold out retreats and I was like, wait, you know how to actually book retreat, like book out how to start selling your retreat without having to put down a deposit on a retreat space. And that's one big question that I have for you is how do you do that? Yeah, Ryan, I love that you come so clear in a vision because I like to have a solid foundation of where we're growing to. And what I find with retreats is you have to have long-term vision because you're a business building a brand to be known and recognized for retreats. And someone that's going to go on a retreat needs to be in your world and in your audience to know you. And at first, like, you might get people just joining that don't know you, but it really is about building a relationship with your audience and knowing who your audience is. But when you're looking to book out a retreat center without having to take money out of your pocket, you need at least six months of marketing that retreat where you pick a location that you don't have to put a deposit down until three months before. And the reason that you do this is you have a place where your name is reserved for that location. For example, right now in my retreat in December, I'm launching the Soul Awakening Retreat for Rancho Margo and Lake Arenal. And I don't have to put any money down until three months before December. And I've already been launching this retreat and I already have three people signed up. So their price their investment into the retreat is going to be my deposit that I put down for this location. So it's really getting clear on picking the right location where you don't have to put the money down right away. And the way that you do this, I know that you did some investigation investigation and research, but it's like, you don't want to go for the big places like Blue Spirit. You know, um, those bigger places that are well-known and recognized, they sell out like this. Oh, good so Lord. They were, they were actually, so when I called them in February, they were already booked out till May of 2024. So they were booked yep. out more than a year in yep. advance. Yeah, that was yep. so, 
Elena Brower, Amy Impoletti, um, these big name yoga teachers go there and they sell 30 spots the moment they announce it. So you want to choose a location that isn't so well-known and recognized until your business is well-known and recognized. And you're doing plant medicine, which I'm super familiar with because I used to live in an area where they were building um, temples for ayahuasca and DMT and these different things. And they were building their own retreat centers because I know that you have a different situation where if you are going to rent out a place and you're bringing psychedelics and that sort of thing, you have to rent out the entire space. So you want to get like a smaller, more like less known. There's so many retreat centers in the world and everyone's dream, mine included, was like, I'm going to go create my own retreat center. And the hardest part is getting retreaters. So people will be like, come and market. And now that I'm launching the sold out retreat immersion, I have people in my inbox. What about coming to my retreat space and hosting at my retreat, a live in-person event? So people want you there. And if you pick these places that aren't well-known and recognized yet, while you aren't well-known and recognized yet, the relationship can build long-term. And I didn't know this before right now that you want to do this every single month. But for example, there's a Tico, a Tico house here where they have a huge property and they're building out cabinas. So when I was doing a yoga teacher training every single month with this company, Gypsy Yoga School, she rented out for an entire year. She had a contract with this Tico family and was like, I want to host your place every single month for a new yoga teacher training every single month, but I only want to pay you as the students enroll. And if I don't, if we don't have a turnout, this is what I'll rent out your place for the entire year. So for you, it would be really beneficial to find a place where you have a contract for a year. This is what you'll pay. And if you don't have a retreat that's successful in one month, that doesn't matter because you have the next month. And so you really being able to build momentum and get into a contract with one location where it's like <clears throat> a set fee for the entire year. And that can be like in Mexico or in Costa Rica where these smaller Tico families, they're learning what we're doing as gringos, they call us here in Costa Rica, where they wanna build a relationship with you because they wanna create success. And now this Tico family is going to the yoga teacher training and is like, hey, for four years, you bring 15 to 20 people. We want more money. And so now they're coming at her for more money because they're seeing how successful she is. And they're like jumping on the bandwagon of they want to be more profitable as well, because in the beginning, they gave her a really small rate. And so it's really for you looking to build a relationship with a retreat owner that too is just getting started. That's a good point. Yeah, we, we did an exhaustive search. I mean, we, we not only did I, did I myself probably spend about a good six to eight hours looking for retreat centers, but we also had a VA. I worked with a lot of yoga teacher doing a tremendous amount. She spent at least probably 20 hours trying to find out. We're a little bit more challenged because we do psychedelic retreats. And as you said, most of the retreat centers want you to rent out the whole space. There are, what I did find is that there were a lot of retreat centers, kind of like the, I almost feel like the kind of the magic number was 40 to 55, like that's how many that they could house at their retreat centers. And what they would do is they would, you know, if it was a yoga retreat, they might have three yoga retreats going on at the same time. But because it was a plant medicine, they wanted us to rent out the whole space and that, that became more expensive. Um, that's a really great point in terms of like, our hope is within the next 12 months to do four retreats, but then after that to do every single month. And it really depends, of course, 
how successful we are in our marketing. And you know, the difference probably, probably between like one of the big differences between me and Amber is that I'm really not a big social media person. Like I have to become that. I have to be able to start recording content because let's face it, that's where the future is headed. And I've got to get out of my own way but you know if i didn't have a business i probably wouldn't have social media accounts and i'm sure some of you maybe that watch this now or the recording later you might res resonate with that but that's one thing that i will always point to with amber is that she knows how to do it gracefully she knows how to do it with purpose and more than likely i imagine i mean this is probably something you teach amber how to actually create content where you feel authentic where you actually don't feel like you're faking it like it doesn't feel like this huge obligation because because i think i still have mindset work to work around in regards to social media how i see it and what i see like its use or is that is that something that you help people like kind of come to peace with is how to actually record content how to come to peace with social media and how to basically engage with people that way yeah, so right now inside of Amplified Impact, we're talking about social media and what content to create because there's so many yoga teachers out there creating content. They're like, it's not converting, but it's like people don't want to learn the benefits of postures or they don't want to see your yoga for a week. Like that's part of it, but you have to create purposeful content that's like talking to your soulmate client. And what we want to do is just bring in what you teach in your yoga classes, bring in the transformation of your work and the benefits of why work with you, which is the same thing that you're going to do in retreats. There's, there's thousands of retreats out there, but it's like, what makes your retreat you? And that's what you have to show up and talk about is like, what's your magic sauce? And inside of the programs that I work with, they're like, I just did a one-on-one -on -one client call with a woman inside of the sold out retreat immersion. She's like, for the first time ever, I got excited about marketing. Like I felt excitement in my body. And she's like, before I just didn't want to do it. And I was like, when I was in India, you remember, I was just graduating the program. I was working with clients all over the world. And I was like, this relationship that I have with social media is like all relationships, duality. And I know a lot of yoga teachers are like, I don't want to be on the computer all the time. I don't want to be on my phone all the time. Me either. I'm a mom. And so I have boundaries around how much I work. And what I do is just share who I am, what I stand for, what I believe in, my values, and also why work with me and the benefits of what happens when you work with me. And you can weave that into your online business. You can weave that into in person. And for me, it's always been, there's so much magic that happens when we unplug from what we're doing and we dive into here, the horror and the transformation. And then it's like, how do I integrate that into my life, which is where your online programs come in so that it's like, you can go deeper than just a yoga class. You can go deeper than the retreat because it's nice to go on retreat. But like, if you return back home and just go back to the mundane of what you were doing, then what was the point? Why not go on vacation? And so really being intentional about the customer journey and having in-person and online for the depth of transformation that you go with your clients. And when you're able to bring those in, it's like just yesterday I was celebrating on the beach, someone signing up for my retreat, someone signing up for the sold out retreat immersion. We're out there surfing, my baby's clapping on the beach. I'm like, I'm not on Instagram. So it's like, how can you just bring parts and pieces of who you are online do it then be intentional authentic relationships are so important and, and someone in my um, program was like amber how do i have conversations and not feel like i'm always selling it's like 
well, you have conversations because you want to get to know people's heart and who they are and what they do. And if in that conversation, you realize they're a soulmate client, invite them in. Because if you don't, you're doing a disservice to not be selling your offer or to not be selling your retreats. But like, you don't start a conversation to start a sales conversation. It organically will lead there if they're your soulmate client. So it's like just bringing that online. Oh my gosh, I just had this epic conversation with one of my clients after yoga class and I realized she would be perfect for my retreat. She would be perfect for my online program. I'm gonna send her an email. I'm gonna send her a voice memo and I'm gonna invite her in. And then when you start to build your business in person online, referrals are the best source. Like I have clients that started on my retreat and my program that I created with you and modern yoga teacher. They came to one retreat, brought a friend. They came next year, brought two friends. She's coming this year and she's like sharing my post every single time. And everyone gets to see who she is when she returns back home. And she's like, I know that after a year of coming to your retreat, that next time you're going to be different and I'm going to be different and I want to go deeper with you. And so she's just this little, you know, tree for me that like it started in an online program that now she comes every year and she brings her friends. So like word of mouth and network marketing for your retreats is going to help you and you don't have to be online. It's how deep can we grow at the retreat so that the transformation is just what takes her home her clients see her, her friends see her, and they're like, I want that. I want to go with you next year. Well, selfishly, I want to go back to my scenario. I mean, thank you. No, I'm just being real. Because I'm just like, I, there's a level of stress. Like, yeah. so what we, what we did was we, again, we planned this out back in December. And luckily, <clears throat> the retreat center where we went I become friends with the retreat owner and she was like, Hey, and she, I think she told me this was probably sometime in March. She was like, Hey, we actually have an opening June 20th through the 26th. You know, do those dates work for you? And we were just like, at that point in time, we would really take anything because we, we want to have an intimate retreat experience, meaning that we don't want this huge retreat center that houses like 55 people. We want, you know, maybe 10 to 12 rooms max. And like most of the people that are going to be at our, our retreats are not sharing rooms and but we want to create that really intimate experience and so that that was one of the harder things was actually finding these smaller retreat centers again I, <clears throat> is that something that you help people do is find the right retreat center in the sold out retreats like how to find the right retreat center for you yeah. And so I did think about this when you were speaking and we went on to a tangent, but something that I thought about for you is what about Airbnb and VRBO? For example, like I rent out an Airbnb, it's a VRBO here in Costa Rica, and I can house 13 people in it. And there's three different cabinas and then a separate cabina for the, those that work there. And then they have a yoga deck as well, which could be your ceremonial deck. And so then you don't have to do a retreat center because when you're just getting started, that also helps with the contract. That also helps with the deposit. Like for example, this retreat center that I did just recently, what was the date? where are we at now? In April, in April, I had a retreat and I didn't have to put down my deposit until February. So I already had six people signed up and I paid for the entire experience before I even had to put down a deposit. But, so let's go to back to that because you talked about like Airbnb and VRBO. Because to me, I feel like I'm in the same situation that unless I just market the actual again it's it's a, it's actually a program with a retreat as kind of like the core focus of it 
And, um, you know, I would invite people to even open up their minds that, you know, you can even create, and I'm sure you can obviously speak more to this, Amber, is that it doesn't have to just be a retreat, a week retreat. It can be an actual program. There could be a lead up to it to prepare them for the experience, and there could be an integration afterwards. And that way, not only do they get more of a chance to connect with you, they have a greater chance of uh, transformation because we know that it takes, I don't know where I got this from, but it seems true. Somebody was like, it takes 66 days for someone to let go of a negative habit and embrace a positive habit. So let's just say like somebody wanted to create a daily yoga practice. It's gonna take some time for them to develop that into their everyday habit. Well, if you have a retreat, but you also have a full program with it, you give them that greater opportunity to make true change. Is that is that something that you ever discuss or, or like, you know, done yourself, Amber, or is, is done a retreat, but also built it into a program? Yeah, so in December of 2021, when I was pregnant, I held a retreat, Light Up Your Life. And in that post the retreat, there was a six week program called Light Up Your Life. So I had 12 women at the retreat and then I had 15 women in the program Light Up Your Life. And four of those women came over and then others were clients online. And I really, in module seven in the sold out retreat immersion, we go in, make it profitable with an upsell. And really that upsell isn't just about making more money at your retreat, it's ensuring that the transformation actually lands. Now, the reason that some people will go on the retreat but not join the program is because they don't think they have time or they can't invest that much. And the, those that actually join the program are the ones that created the lifestyle shift rather than just that amazing experience at the retreat. And what you want to ensure is integration, 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 because it's hard. Like you don't have to think about food. You don't think have to think about your schedule, your kids, what to do, where to go. Like it's all done for you. And then when you go back home, it's like, okay, I got to cook. I got to clean. I got to go here. I got to go there. And it's like, how can I take that moments of those moments of peace and clarity and confirmation of what I want and who I am and where I'm growing and not get lost up in the, the busy to-do list and really keep that as part of who I am. And that's why I always create my programs to be, you know, three plus months. If we're changing a habit and creating a lifestyle is that it doesn't take 21 days. It takes a long time to really make that internal shift to where it just becomes who you are. And I'll just give you an example. Like one month in to postpartum, my friend came over and she's like, Amber, you're doing your personal practice already. I'm like, that's because it's who I am. I've been doing this for 12 years. I'm, I'm not going to have a baby and lose who I am. Whereas many moms, they do. And, you know, I can relate to why it's hard, but when it becomes who you are, and that's why creating an upsell with um, your retreat is so transformative, transformative, and it ensures that your retreat is going to be profitable. Well, there's so many things coming up. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people probably don't know exactly what an upsell means. And yeah. that's simply like, let's say that, um, let's say that you have a retreat and you're marketing for that. And then, you know, in the same vein of thought that we're talking about people that really want to get true transformation, it's probably going to take longer than just a week long retreat. So maybe the upsell is that they get six one-on-ones with you over the next four to six weeks after the retreat to make sure that the doors they open in their minds and their hearts during uh, the retreat, they actually walk through when they go home. They actually make these really good habits that change their life. Uh, just on a, on a random note, 
if anyone has not read the, the, the book Grieve yet, O-M-G. Have you read this book yet, Amber? Grieve? No, but it's been recommended to me before. Oh my gosh. So listen, I got my 200 hour teacher training. This was in, back in 2004. Then uh, 2013, I went back to school, got a bachelor's degree in yoga, had like at least five meditation classes as a part of that bachelor's degree. I even then got my 500 hour as a part of getting my bachelor's and then getting the yoga degree, you also get your 500 teacher, teacher training. I taught classes for a little while after that before going all in on modern yoga teacher, but for some reason, I still had a problem with keeping a daily meditation practice. No, I, it didn't matter what I did, even when I got a freaking degree in it. Reading this book was like taking all of that ancient wisdom about pranayama and actually learning about it from a scientific perspective and why it works. Like it was just this kind of, it was just, it's, it's such an incredible book. I'm gonna get back to what we're talking about because Lord, the ADD is kicking in, but I just, it, it, it's a book that changed my life. I do pranayama for at least 15 to 30 minutes every single day now because of what I've learned from that book and it's been life changing. Um, but that also goes into like, I, it took me probably 45 to 60 days to read that book. So I was getting those daily check-ins, you know, about this habit that I wanted to create. And that's what one thing that kind of helped it. So. All right, so getting back to my story, like with, um, and again, the name of the company is called Uncover Greatness, because I truly believe that all of us have greatness inside of us. You know, everything we've ever wanted is inside of us. We just simply have to kind of strip away these veils of ignorance. And when, and I was so passionate about it because it was a shaman that I really love and near and dear to my heart. And I, and I didn't, a, a lot of things on the business foundation side of things, I just kind of like forego because I was just so blinded by passion. And I, as I mentioned before, I just thought, okay, I'm going to create some really compelling Facebook ads. I'm going to create, create a really beautiful like landing page website. People are going to book calls and then we're going to enroll people. Well, there was so much groundwork that I know that Amber goes into the sold out retreats, the foundational work that you need to build in your mind before you ever you know, market that retreat. And there was foundational pieces that I just hadn't done. So when I actually went to go you know, do Facebook messages, it didn't really strike home. It didn't really have a powerful effect because I still was trying to figure out some of these foundational pieces. And so I was putting the cart before the horse. Um, tell me from, and, and take into my perspective, and, and just so you, you know, I, I don't think I've shared this with you, Amber, is that uh, most of this I haven't shared this with you. I created, you know, an Instagram account, I created a Facebook page, and I, I only, I put like six posts on there on one day, on each one, just so, that, so there was some content, so that when I ran ads, people saw there was at least something on the page. But I haven't created any really content. I haven't, all of it's been like you know, images, no, no Instagram stories or reels, no Facebook lives, no like long form content, just literally just pictures of the retreat center, like, and then pictures of 
people like Steve Jobs and Tim Ferriss talking about psychedelics. That's about it. I have not committed to content because it's just, it's some, I, I just have to let go of my resistance to it. And I always think back to the quote that comes up, you know, ever so often, it's like, if you want something you've never had, you have to be willing to do things that you've never done. So can you kind of speak to this? Because, you know, I think so many people are confused as, as a relation to content. How do I get started? What do I do? Um, and I think I'll just say one last thing and hopefully you can speak to this is what I, what I found often working with yoga teachers is they would try something for a little bit and if it didn't work, they would stop. And what, what, what I do know about content and this, this either could be deflating for some of you or it could help you get real about what you need to do. But from what I've seen is like a good friend of mine who's a videographer, he got tired of having this up and down with his income. He'd get a client, then he had to work with that client for a while, and then his income went down. And then finally he'd get another client, and then again his income would go down. And he's like, I wanna create more stable income in my life. So he's like, I'm gonna create a YouTube channel I'm going to review wellness products and wellness products that I believe in that have an affiliate program. An affiliate program basically means like, let's say, you know, uh, I don't know, you have some like a watch that's a, I don't know if you've heard of Apollo Neuro. It's a, one of those things that you can get on your app and you can say, I want to be calm. And it literally will have a thing like it, it, it beeps into your arm, a vibration to help calm down your nervous system. That was one of the products that he actually uh, reviewed. And so Paulo would give him his own link so that he would put that inside, like at the bottom of his YouTube channel. So when people would click on that link and they bought, he got a little small commission as an affiliate. So he did that for, for one year. Every week, he would create one high quality video to post on YouTube for the first 11 months didn't get really any traction, but that 11th month, it took off. And, you know, I, I think that's why so many people have such a, they feel so, you know, enthusiastic about creating a, like an online presence or just simply like taking their teachings online, but they're not dedicated to the content piece. They're not dedicated to continuing to put their voice out there. And if they don't get results within a month, two months or three months, they quit. And the last thing I'll say before I turn it over to you was I heard a stat, this guy, I guess Chris Williamson, he does the Modern Wisdom podcast. He said 90% of those who create podcasts will never create a third episode. And then another, out of those 90% that go past three episodes, 90% of them will never then create their 30th podcast. And so can you kind of speak to, in relation to sold out retreats, you know, talk kind of about the, the marketing strategies that you teach. And also if you can comment on content, because again, whether y'all buy the, the sold out retreats or not, or have never worked with us, I swear, we just want to give you value. So, if we can give you a perspective on content, and this is something I'm trying to learn myself, 
then we, we want to help you as best we can. So Amber, can you speak to not only the marketing to, to sell a retreat and what you teach in the program, but also can you speak to content and like the longevity of that, how, how to stay committed to it? Can you speak to this? Yeah, so for me, um, I've been a yoga teacher for 12 years and I used to teach for $5 an hour and I drove 30 minutes to teach that class. And I was going to teach yoga regardless of if I got paid for it. And me showing up online, I've been doing that now since 2012, giving constant value consistently. I grew over time. And I'm going to do that regardless of if I get paid for it, because me showing up online is an extension of my ability to serve. So you can go to my podcast. I've been on there for almost three years now. You can go to my Facebook page. You can go to my Instagram. I'm giving because it's who I am. And I have a mission so big that I don't care if we work together now or never. This is what I'm doing. And so when you go after what it is, someone just signed up for the sold out retreat immersion was like, it's a soul's calling. When you have a soul's calling, you're going to do it whether it's profitable or not. The shift that I made going through modern yoga teacher and going from yoga teacher to yogipreneur was I deserve to get paid for this because I'm invested in it. I'm invested financially, energetically, like my mind, I don't sleep at night. I wake up at three o'clock in the morning because it's who I am and it's what I believe and I have a huge mission. So your mission has to be bigger than your results. And this was a huge takeaway that I had and I shared with you yesterday, Ryan, and I shared with those that are in the Facebook group, I shared on my Instagram, I've been giving to my son for two plus years and I didn't ask him for anything. I still don't ask him for anything. And he kisses me and hugs me now. And I was like, what if you just showed up and served your mission, your business and your clients without expecting to be profitable? Because one day you're going to be wildly successful if you give. And just to come back to strategically, how do I show up in market? Well, first it's mindset. It's really getting comfortable with being uncomfortable in the beginning. Go back and watch my first webinar. Go back and watch my first reel. Go back and watch my first content. Like it wasn't pretty. <laughs> it's not pretty, you know, and I've gotten better and I've put more refinement and intention into making it pretty because I've gotten better. Like my yoga practice in the beginning, I was falling. I didn't know left from right. I definitely couldn't close my eyes in tree pose, but now I can do all of that because I practice in the same way in showing up and creating content. You want to show up and share your life, who you are, what you stand for. Like why retreat? Why are you passionate about psychedelic retreats? Why are you passionate about yoga retreats? What is your why? Because people want to know why you and why this retreat. And then when you're creating, why now? Do you know how many vision boards I am for people to come onto my retreat? If not this year, next year, you need to create a why now. And when you're going to market it, you need to have bonuses. Something that this month, sign up and you get this. And when you're looking at who your ideal retreater is, what is it that they want from you? What is it that you can give them that they're like, I need this. And for some of my clients, they signed on for this retreat in December because they wanted my program radiate. They're like, I want this program. I'll pay in full. I'll pay right now. And that was my bonus when I launched it. Sign up for my retreat this month and get this program included. Then the next month I said, sign up with your best friend and you get $500 off, $250 each. Why did I do that? In April, two best friends came and the energy and the magic that they had together, as well as when they shared in closing circle, I've been best friends with her for 14 years. And this is what we learned about our relationship. This is what happened. And then what they said to me at the final end, when's your retreat in December? Maybe we'll come back. 
And so now not only did that bring two friends, sell two spots, but I was like, okay, I just got super high off seeing their experience. I'm going to give a bestie discount. So now you don't just sell one spot, but you sell two spots. So it's like, for me, I have biz besties, Ari Jones, you remember her, her and I masterminded all the time together. And so then it's like, now it's like, hey, do you want to go on? Wait, like, you still you still talk to Ari? Not anymore. Not anymore. Back in the day when we were like going through the hard stuff. And so it would be like, if she was my business, be like, hey, let's go on Ryan's retreat together. Like, I know I want to open up my mind. I know that I want to try psychedelics. And, you know, it's like when you market it to say, bring your biz bestie or bring, you know, your mastermind buddy to the retreat and you guys get this bonus. Um, and then the very next bonus that um, I want to do is like, you get to decide a free one-on-one -on -one call. I always say, be wary with a free call because that's your time. And a lot of my clients don't have the ability to give a free class. So what is it passive that you can create? And so I just had a one-on-one -on -one client call with the sold out retreat immersion last week. And she's like, but what can I give? Like I, I've been racking my brain. And I was like, what do you do in your yoga classes? What do you do in your therapy sessions? Cause she's a therapist and a yoga teacher that is like, you could create a mini program for how you do what you do. And she's like, oh my gosh, and I could sell this passively. So I could create this course, give it away for free to my retreaters. And those that can't afford my therapy, I can give this to them for $100 or $200. I was like, yeah, now you have two different sources of income from your retreats that you're building. And also you have like, I can meet my client at another level who can't yet afford me in therapy. And so having bonuses that don't take your time, but that your clients want, because if you're just throwing out bonuses, but it's not something that's going to make them move this retreat right now, then there's no point. So the bonuses is something that I really like to talk about in the marketing strategy, but also like when you're marketing, paint the picture. Sometimes people want to sell the retreat center and it's like, yeah, cool. Like I get it. It's 365 degrees ocean view, but like, what's going to happen for me? Like really paint, like when I wake up in the morning, like imagine waking up in the morning, you get to go to yoga class, you're walking through the jungle and you get to see the monkeys on the way. You have an uh, epic yoga class where the river runs right underneath of you. You walk into the kitchen, breakfast is made for you. You get to sit, watch the ocean with your new best friends. And then you get to go by the pool. It's like really planting the seeds of like what's going to happen on that retreat so they can see themselves there when you're marketing and you have to get over not marketing online because people will find you and they're going to find you and they might not want to work with you today, but every single week, like you need to be creating organic content every single week for your retreat, because not only do they need to see your retreat at least seven times, but after COVID, the statistics changed to, they need to see your retreat at least 32 times before they buy and, and anywhere from seven to 32, yeah. right? There's just, different yeah, buyers. Just to, yeah. Just to, like, just so people want to like, holy shit. That's the average, okay? Like some people will only need to see your, your content once or twice, especially yeah, depending yeah. on the relationship they have with you. And I wanna just speak to this real quick because, you know, again, what I've seen, and, and of course there's, there's yoga teachers, you can't, you can't stereotype yoga teachers because there's just so many of us out there, but there were many that again, had this resistance to, to marketing or selling. And the reality is it's just, marketing and sales is just about building a relationship if you've got some negative energy around sales and marketing you might need to look at your beliefs around those things because it's not the, they have no energy just like money has no energy just like a brick 
You can begin to build a home with it, or you can throw it through a window. It takes on the energy of the person. Same thing with sales and marketing. It has no energy whatsoever, only the energy that you bring to it. But it's at the core, it's about building a relationship. And, and I'm gonna talk randomly just as a second, but like, I think of people, you know, like they don't want, they just want in room. Like, oh, person's the best of all cities. Where do you think people live half their lives right now? Online. So why would you not start the conversation there with the goal of meeting in person? In the same way that, let's say you're on a dating app and you're swiping through and you match and you're like, okay, me and Sally and I are having a conversation. I mean, some people are gonna like say, hey, you, let's just want you to go grab a, a coffee or something. Some people are for that. Some people want to talk to you for a while before they're, they're comfortable meeting you in person. Same thing like if somebody comes to your retreat, they might need to, to come to some yoga classes. They might need to see some content from you. But what I often see yoga teachers do in studios, whether it's a, a teacher training or it's a, uh, a retreat, is that they won't do email marketing, for example, because they think it bothers people. But then all of a sudden, like three months before they have a tr the retreat, they're like, hey, come on and join my $2,000, $3,000 retreat. And it's like, I haven't freaking heard from you like it for six months since you just sent me another email about the retreat. Where have you been? Why don't you communicate with me? It looks, it feels weird. And this is what we used to teach in the yoga mastermind uh, training program was that there are degrees. It's based on a, a book called Desmond Morris. The author was Desmond Morris. And he, he wrote a book on intimate relationships. And Desmond Morris was a zoologist. And he became fascinated how people could go from looking at each other across the room, two strangers, to kissing all the way up these 12 stages of intim intimacy to making love, to having sex. And again, we're talking about eye to eye, hand to hand to, to back, like, you know, lips to lips, like, again, all, like, all the way up to we're having sex. It was 12 stages of physical intimacy. And he said, that the degree of the success of the relationship was not determined by how quickly you move through the steps. And that's what we've been taught in our society. Don't go too far, too fast. Don't go, too, don't go all the way on the first date. You know, take your time off. He said, it did not matter how quickly you go through those steps, the success of the relationship. It matters whether or not you skip a step. Now, if somebody comes to your yoga class, and they've come up for a few times and then they don't hear from you for six months or something like maybe you stop going to that studio and all of a sudden they get an email from you six months later asking for you to go on their basically two thousand dollar retreat you've gone from basically like second base in that relationship all the way to trying to hit a home run and you've skipped some steps it there doesn't feel like it's organically moved to that to that level in the relationship because there hasn't been any contact and so i guess one of the ways that i look at you know whether email marketing or doing social media posts and, and again i was fine with the email marketing part of me was a little bit afraid to to quite frankly do be on camera it took me two years before i did my first facebook live and so the way that I look at content is, is the same with email marketing in the same way that people coming to you and taking your classes. It's just about building a relationship. And the reality is not everybody's ready to go with a retreat on you 
or they, they need to get a sense of who you are before they're ready to make that step. And so, you know, what it's pretty clear that Amber teaches in, in sold out retreats. And by the way, if you're interested in this program, even in the slightest, get this program. It's doubling in price by the end of today. And I'm not trying to be a salesperson. I'm just saying simply, this is a ridiculous deal at 497 because from what I've seen of what Amber has shared in this course, I mean, she's te teaching you how to make $10,000 profit from a one retreat. So the value of this course is, is, is redunculous. So if you're thinking about getting this program, if you're on the fence, do it because it's well, well worth it. Um, going back again to my situation is that, again, we started running Facebook ads and, and let me be candid. We only have one person signed up for our retreat. And we ended up having to move the retreat back. We got so lucky that the retreat owner, I'm friends with her, and she was like, hey, would it help you to move to the end of July to give you a little bit more chance to market? And I said, yes, thank you. So, you know, I'm here and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Amber if I can take her course because I, she is the expert in terms of running retreats. Amber, how many retreats have you run so far since becoming a yoga teacher? I've led 10 plus, and I say 10 plus because I've co-led other retreats as well, um, but solely on my own 10. And what I would say to um, leading retreats like and marketing is that it's an, it's an energy, right? Like, and if you don't feel good selling, the other person is going to feel that. So you have to be so 100% certain in what it is that you're selling that you show up with that uncertainty and your energy because they can feel that. And if you just show up and sell, how does that feel if the only time you're showing up is showing up to sell? It's like you want to show up and serve and give. And then if there's an invitation, you invite the right people. And the way that I think about showing up online and creating content is like who, what, when, where, why, how. And, and when you can hit all those levels consistently week after week after week after week, it's going to be like the, the situation that you spoke of on the YouTube channel. And one of my mentors talks about like every single thing that you do, like, okay, I have two random thoughts that just came into my mind. The first one that came into my mind is like, if you're planting seeds every single day and you're watering seeds every single day, it's only a matter of time before you get to harvest. And so it's just like showing up and doing it, showing up, planting seeds, serving, giving to your community and you're growing. And then the other thing that I just, I wanted to mention, my, my mind got sidetracked here is that my first retreat that I ever led, it was the end of October, November, end of October. I had just finished my first ever um, co-leading a yoga teacher training. My retreat was in December and I had no one signed up. So the entire month of November, I had to hold the vision where I had thousands of dollars booking out this retreat center that my retreat was going to happen. And it was so scary. My nervous system was like completely out of whack. It's like, what's going to happen? But I was so certain that this was meant for me. Like I sold everything I owned and I moved to Costa Rica to do this. Like it had to happen. And six people signed up in the month of November. 
So just like if you're launching a program online and you get your last people in the last bit of your launch, you will sell out your retreat if you can hold the vision in that last stretch. But it's like when we come wavering into our marketing, into our strategy, into our messaging, into our vision, that energetic wavering, I'm really into Abraham Hicks and, and being the vibration of what it is that you desire and that your external reality is literally just mirroring back to you everything that you've been thinking and feeling. And so one thing that we do in the sold out retreat immersion is a meditation for you to envision how many people are circling around you. And one of the women just, you know, posted one, when I shared this meditation is like, well, I didn't know how bad I needed that meditation because when you can think it, feel it and see it and write out the experience, like right now, like Ryan, what are these people going to say, think and feel after your retreat, write your client testimonials now as if they're already done so that you can feel that energy. Because I remember, and I shared the story and my content is just sitting at closing ceremony of my first retreat crying, them crying from the transformation and everything that had happened, but me crying. <laughs> um, sorry, my son just came in here running home. He just pushed the door open. Um, them crying because of the transformation that they held, but me crying because I had did it and that it had happened and that they were like mirroring back to me everything that I wanted to happen and then, you know, really feeling it. And so it's like, when you can plant those seeds now and really feel that your pineapple season is coming right now and know that it is, that comes. And so it's like, you have to hold the vision, which is why for me and business and being a yogi, you don't just learn how to do a handstand today or tomorrow. And I can learn a handstand in six months and you can learn it in two months we don't know what your divine timeline is, but the moment that you can really get into the energy of it happening and knowing that this is your soul's calling and you're going to do it until the very end, regardless of how long it takes, you know, as we say, it, it's not a matter of if, if it, it's when, but some people give up and you can't be inconsistent. And something that I will say too is consistency in your marketing is going to be different than mine. I've practiced this for years. And so when people go through Amplified Impact, I'm like, what's consistent for you that you can do? Like the guy on YouTube once a week. If you're doing nothing now, once a week is gonna be amazing. If you're doing once a week, can you stretch yourself to two, two times a week until it can be consistently? You know, I'm in a, a challenge of myself right now of doing 365 days of reels and that's hard, <laughs> but I've, I, I told myself I'm gonna do it. And so I'm committed to it right now. Um, hey, let me let me just interject because I, I do have to go in about nine minutes. Uh, I have a meeting with a shaman. I don't like to be late for my meetings with shamans. Um, so, but I want to like touch on a very important point that you just kind of you got on. So, like, let's be clear, everyone listening to this, Amber is not just going to teach you how to create a vision board and and to meditate on you know the vision that you have for your retreat. There's literally going to be step by step how to actually market to it to get people to get the ultimate res result that you want and how to make it profitable. And I only mention that because there's so many freaking programs out there that only want to talk about mindset. Only want to discuss mindset, but don't actually get into the actual strategies of how to get to where you want to go. Now we all know mindset is where it all starts. And so you know, it, it, uh, again, I'm excited to go through your program, Amber. Like, tell us, you know, 
to just touch on before we get out of here, what are the kind of the outline? What are what is the the core like components of this actual course? Yeah. So something that I say is in the secret, they get it wrong. You can't just manifest your way into getting what you desire. You have to manifest and take action, massive action. And that's something that we're going to do every single week together is like the first week that we dive in, which is today. Um, you can always catch the replay is creating a vision and why you're so passionate about retreats, because your energy is going to be magnetic when you have a foundation of so much passion that feeds you and that keeps you going when no one signs up yet. Um, then the next week, we're going to dive into how to choose your location. Is it intimate as Ryan was speaking? Do you wanna just do Airbnb or VRBO? Are you looking for a retreat center? And I give you journal prompts and questions and implementation for you to really get clear on what location you're looking for and how to find the location where you get spaciousness in your deposit where you have at least three months to market your retreat. That way you can get three to four people signing up before you put a deposit down. Um, the next week, we're going to create transformation. How? How are you creating transformation so that your retreat is different than anyone else's out there? And we'll put together your daily schedule. The following week, we're doing the fun stuff. Some people don't believe it's so fun, but playing with numbers. How can you budget this retreat so it's profitable? What's included? What's not included? What's the overall average of the retreat? How many people do you need to just break even? And how many people do you need to make your $10,000? We are gonna dive into after that, the, the, the funnest part of it all in that selling your vision, selling your vision unconditionally every single week up until your retreat, all the way until you're fully booked out and we'll create a marketing strategy for you. You have to have a marketing strategy that you can follow from start to finish because people sign up last minute, but you need to learn the urgencies to get people signing up now because once you get one person, the momentum starts to build. Once you get enough to build um, to cover your deposit, the moment you, you just keep seeing your vision come more to more to more to more to more to life, every single person that signs up. So in the beginning, you need a solid urgency plan and bonuses, as we were mentioning earlier. And then in the final session, we're going to dive into how to make an upsell. What is it that you are? What is your magic? And this is like another way that you can create passive income outside of your retreat as well. Um, and I'm giving you done for you templates. So I'm going to give you four emails where you just plug and play. Yesterday, um, one of my one-on-one -on -one clients showed me her reel that she just plugged and played her retreat using my outline inside of Canva. So if you don't want to focus, I know a lot of you just want to focus on creating the experience. Like I'm going to give you the done for you template. So that way you don't have to do all of the not so fun stuff or the things that aren't your expertise. And we're also going to dive into like how to hire out. There's people that I work with where I'm doing some of their content for them because they just want to focus on the transformation of the retreat. And we're going to dive into all of those. And as well, like you're going to get this um, bonus uh, course that dives into how to create good content, um, video content where at your retreat, you can get testimonials. You can take videos that you can market for your next retreat. We're going to look at retreats being a part of your brand and your business so that you can create transformation in person and online to really be able to build a product suite to be a successful yoga teacher. Because I went from making, and this is why I'm so passionate. I went from making $6,000 a year to six figures in a year, adding retreats and online courses and really finding out who I was and what I stood for. And I work with 
multi-passionate yoga teachers. Do I take this course? Do I take that course? Do I do this? Do I do this? And I help you ground down. I'm the foundation. I'm the tree. I'm the anchor into all your ideas that actually turn into, I did it. I did it. I did it. So that it's not all these ideas that you're just chasing the next thing. It's like, let's do retreats now. And then when it's the next thing, let's do that now. And so that's why I'm really excited about this course. And as Ryan said, it is 50% off right now. And the reason being is I want as many people in at an accessible rate. And then as we get more and more success from our students, the investment is going to increase because they're going to see the results and they're going to spread and they're going to spread. And that's what I did with my retreats. I used to charge $1,000 to come to my retreats. Now I charge $2,500 because I know the value of the retreat. And so as your success rate grows, your increase of your pricing, and I'll just give one last thing. I know you have to go, Ryan, if you need to go now. One of my clients, she's like, she sold out her retreat, 12 people. And in that retreat, she said to me, Amber, I know you told me six people per retreat facilitator to really hold good space. I learned that having 12 people at my retreat. Next retreat, I'm having six people and I'm doubling the price of my retreat because I want intimacy and transformation with less people rather than more people. And that's something that we'll get into in the retreat as well. How many people do you need and at what price point based upon how close they get access to you and your methods, your processes, and what happens when they go back home? Because this transformation is the ripple that grows your brand as a retreat facilitator and leader. Hey, y'all, listen to me right now. Get this course. Get this course. Because the thing is, is that like I all, you know, and, and you can, I'll be the bad guy. I'll be the bad cop situation. I'm telling Amber to increase her prices. I know what kind of value this woman brings. And right now for what she's offering is absolutely ridiculous. It, it, there's just so much value in what she offers. So if you're thinking about this, I would, again, I don't, Again, if you never buy anything from us, that's fine. We hope you just get massive value. But if you are thinking about this, Amber, she can teach you how to sell at your retreats. And I'll, I'll close like, y'all, please. Amber truly is, there's a reason why she is now the CEO of this company. You can tell this passion, you can feel this energy from her. She's giving in so many different ways. She gives every single day on social media. You know, always, always, always in the spirit of giving. And, you know, she, especially as someone who has embraced content and social media, she can teach you how to do these things and teach you how to come to peace with it and how to actually connect with people online so that you can come and have that goal of in-person connection. But the great thing is, is that when people actually find you online, and little by little, they get this content from you and they start building the relationship. The connection is even stronger when it's in person. It's not like a first date. It's like a fifth or sixth date when they meet you because they've already got a sense of your energy and there's already a trust and there's a way for them to go deeper now because you've built that relationship. So again, Thank you so much, everyone, for attending the call. Amber, thank you for kind of opening up. And, and again, I just want to be honest about my situation. I literally, in this moment, have one person that's actually signed up for our retreat that's in July, and I'm going through the sold-out retreat course. <laughs> I'm humbled. Like, I need to learn. So even though I have all this experience in marketing and success in business, like, I don't know this world. So if you don't know this world, get a coach.
kid, someone who knows what they're talking about. And so, again, thanks everybody for attending. Amber, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye.